that somebody asked, what is the frequency when we were born and then how does that differ with now? So alhamdulillah that everybody is born in purity and that that is a angelic frequency. And I think we've talked about in the series of energy and praise that the sound and the vibration of children because they're so pure and they're the recent inhabitants of paradise coming onto earth that they make specific sounds and people react to those sounds. So that's the, the sort of miracle of their frequency. If a baby screams everybody on a plane or bus is getting agitated, gets nervous. Means that when the baby's in distress or wants to eat or whatever it is, the sound that it's making that people are understanding, people are, are, are sort of moving by it. And often mothers understand the different frequencies and the different sounds it makes, the child makes one for food, one for hunger, one to be changed, one for discomfort or sickness. So alhamdulillah that's the, the frequency and what Allah describes that everyone born in, in a purity but it's their parents that make them to go into different understandings as a result different frequencies and their life experiences again will either lessen or dull the frequency, lower the frequency or raise the frequency. So imagine those whom are born within the tariqah and they're brought into zikrs from birth. What kind of immense frequencies are continuously vibrating within the reality of that child? When we understand that then you understand that Allah's given a specific destiny. When somebody enters into the tariqah you're in a different realm and everything that comes to you from this realm is a trust. You don't have the right to come to tariqah, receive a child from Allah based on tariqah and then to leave the tariqah. Because Allah entrusted you with a child that was destined for a specific frequency and as a result of your ego you decide to leave the tariqah or spiritual path and zikrs but that child was given as a trust to you to be raised with that frequency. And that becomes then the hardship of life and the difficulties when we truly begin to understand that this is not something from our cleverness we chose but Allah chose us. Allah is destined for us, you're going to sit there whether in your couch, wherever you are listening to these teachings. And when you're in there and Allah I'm going to send you now a child while you're in that association that you should know then that child is destined for a much higher frequency than normal. And as a result that child prospers with that reality. And it's like the, the she camel that they were sent upon earth, they wanted a sign and then they kept refusing access for water for that camel. And the same reality is that that child it needs that frequency, it needs the association and the zikrs and, and all of that energy. 
Now later on if its destiny is something different or it's, it's to go on its own route in life and then come back that's, that's between Allah and His creation. But the custodian whom, whom is in charge of that child to the age that they've been raised and they, they became mature then that was a bargain between Allah and that soul. When Allah destined for that soul, I'm going to put you into the families of tariqah whom they do their zikr, their salawats and that's a frequency. So definitely the, the frequency of all children is very pure. The children whom are destined for these realities of tariqah and, and, and the people of dhikr and the people of ishq and love of Prophet and then this is of a, of a very high reality and angelic reality. So alhamdulillah that Allah address and bless and, and give us more inspiration to understand that. There was a, another question from, we have a lot of times the, the non-Muslims who are making comments on the channel and they say, I'm not, I'm not Muslim but I love the channel. So alhamdulillah for all those, praise be to God for all those whom are watching and it's, it's interesting because it's the interpretation of what Muslim is. So we've had even students say, oh Shaykh I really love the teaching but I'm not Muslim. <laughs> it's funny because Muslim is, only means that I'm somebody who submits my will to the will of God. Muslim is, means somebody whom submits their will to the will of God. So alhamdulillah anyone listening and understanding that I'm taking a path in my life to submit my will to the will of God then they are Muslim and that, that's, that's the reality of the path. The path is a path of love, to love and respect the, all the Prophets of the Divine, all the holy books of the Divine. And if you like the teaching and the clarity of the teaching then alhamdulillah they, they keep coming, learn more and uh, bring that reality into whatever love that you have. The difference of going up in life or going down. If somebody is Muslim and they step down they are banned, they are in immense difficulty. Not banned from me, banned from heavens. So this is a difference in life that anytime you elevate yourself and you like a ladder going into the heavens and people want to know that, oh why, why when people leave Islam it's in trouble and if they come to Islam it's great, oh because it's a ladder reaching to the heavens. So as soon as you take the ladder and you go up and on that ring that you went up you accepted the holy book, you accepted the reality of that Prophet means now you've elevated your understanding and your reality. You have no right to cut that and come down because now you cut that book and you cut that access to that Prophet. Our life is about the expansion and not deleting Prophets from our life and, and negating holy books from our lives but expanding. So the elevation is always accepted, encouraged and rewarded. Anybody who comes with the love of the Bible then they step one ring up and they begin to love the Holy Qur'an. When they have the love of Sayyidina Isa, Jesus Christ peace and blessings be upon him, they have that love, they step up in their knowledge and begin to have the love of Sayyidina Muhammad it's all encompassing. So now you're elevating always in life and never going down and, and somebody coming and say, I love you but cut your fingers off, 
you don't go down in life, you try to elevate and always go up in life towards that reality. And as we go higher in these spiritual realms we begin to see the brotherhood of all the Prophets and all the books and the reality within those books and the reality within the prophecy that what was their light, what was their, their realities and they were all teaching immense realities that direct everyone to the same Creator. That the, the, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that's all the teachings. All our life is about the heart and to bring God's kingdom within the heart and that's why we say when you look around you have to see well, who are the people that bring God's kingdom into their heart. And it can't be a, you know a football tailgate party because some people think that that's like a religious event, oh they all go and they, they drink and do sort of unnecessary things inappropriately dressed. Well that's not the kingdom of God. But then if you observe somebody in Ramadan and they're sitting there for 30 days in the middle of the day not eating, not drinking and all night long praying, well that symbolizes the kingdom of God. Anyone thinks that God must be pure, must be beautific, must be clean. You go to Ganges river and there's dead people and all sorts of things floating in the water, do you think that, that God has anything to do with that? But God represents cleanliness and, and beautific and, and discipline. So then everyone is in search of the kingdom of God and it doesn't take too much to, to find it. Those whom abstain, those whom dress modest, those whom abstain from food and water in holy months, these are all the signs of the kingdom of God. And everyone's been praying for, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, that I want the kingdom of God to come into my heart and that His will to be over my will and to suppress my will. And then that becomes a Muslim who surrenders his will to the will of God means somebody whom is on the path of, of that reality. So alhamdulillah that was a, a good one. Uh, I think Muhammad had a question, what was this? How to get to the green light that Shaykh was talking about? That what do we have to do? to get to that green light. These states and these realities that are being taught, they're being taught because they're attainable. And the one whom, who does their practices, does their, their daily recitations because those are the disciplines, that's the power and the energy from what they recite on our app. You go to the nurmuhammad.com there's an app. The app you download has all of the daily recitations. When we recite those what we call the etiquette or awrad on a daily basis, those are the fuel for the soul. So as soon as we're reciting those we are sending fuel onto the soul, energy onto the soul. As soon as we meditate and connect with the shaykh because our meditation is, is not just sit by a tree and, and breathe the energy of a tree but you're trying to visualize the shaykh. And the same prayer again, that I don't want my will, I want the shaykh to reflect God's will into my heart because he represents a, a heavenly satellite. So as a part of the meditation I begin to learn that I'm going to meditate, I'm going to discipline myself because my ego's not going to like this. And as soon as I discipline myself to sit, to meditate, to contemplate, and very specifically I'm asking for the shaykh to be present, I know what my shaykh looks like, I know what he sounds like 
As a result Satan can't interfere with that meditation. When you don't meditate with a shaykh and just say, you don't know what's coming in the room now. So since you don't see that's a very dangerous thing to open yourself up in a room where you don't know what's coming into that room to be in presence and to be in front of you. And we've had students who started to come and they saw, oh there's an energy coming. I said, no actually I can see there's a jinn fooling with you. And when you meditate that jinn comes in front of you and give you all sorts of feelings and the shaykhs are not blind and they didn't believe it. And I said, yeah I bet you that jinn is also telling you not to come here anymore because it was very agitated by the presence of a shaykh, it wants to be the shaykh for people. So that's why these, these method is an extreme safeguard because they're not telling you to go into the dark and, and by yourself and just open up your channels to whatever you don't know. But no, that you have to connect with the shaykhs and you can't connect with just any shaykh because one shaykh may not be even qualified to be somebody to be connected to. So these shaykhs whom teach this and they have ijazah means they have a permission from Allah that came to Prophet to their shaykhs. As a result of that permission that when you connect they're present and as a result when you're sitting and connecting your heart the shaykh's light is present. One to safeguard you from shaitans and any type of nefarious activity that would be happening in your meditation and two to begin reflecting light from their soul like a satellite because they're just a mirror and they've emptied themselves of themselves and maybe more powerful other ones are more powerful. As a result in their nothingness they reflect a mirror and that's the system of a satellite. The satellite is not, the, is not the source it's merely reflection. So from the source of La ilaha illallah comes to Muhammadun Rasulullah and down through the chain of the Naqshbandi shaykhs to the authorized representative. And that authorized representative is a mirror that reflects to the students whom are connecting that reality. If you're not connecting, not practicing your connection well then that light is not dressing you. It doesn't come to you just by sleeping and walking into the market. It comes by you actively taking one step, Allah says, I come 99 steps, means it's a great struggle to find the time to sit and contemplate, to feel the heart to be connected and as soon as it becomes connected these lights become and become dressing, dressing. As a result every time the shaykh talks you become agitated, you become aggravated, you have all sorts of agitations because now Satan and the bad ego and bad character is realizing that you're making a connection to a power source. And as a result his job is now to lock you and block you from that. And that's why people begin to come, they begin to feel the connection all of a sudden they have a sense of agitation. Oh that talk was agitating, no because the whispering of, of shaitan is now coming. Oh why is like this, why is like this, why is like this, shaitan is playing with you so that you don't keep your connection. When you didn't have a connection he didn't have to play with you, he owned you, he was riding you like a horse, put a bridle in your mouth, got onto your shoulders and he was riding you enjoying everywhere and everything he was doing to you. 
But as soon as you come to have a shaykh and then learn, oh I'm going to make a connection with the shaykh, he's like, whoa what happened now, I'm not able to ride you. Every time you make a madad he's burning me when he comes into the room. So as a result he began to attack the student to don't listen to him, be agitated by this, be aggravated by this, fight him, agitate with him, just do anything because his light is burning me. That's the, the wisdom of why people become agitated and then it become instead of a horse ride it becomes like a, like a wild bronco ride. And have you ever seen a rodeo is all over jumping, everyone's jumping up and down, up and down because you can't stay on. And that's, that's the process, that's why it's important to discuss that for people to understand that when they're trying to reach these lights and reach these realities and reach the, the reality of that mirror, that's why Prophet described, this is a big fight, it's a big jihad. The one who can fight themselves is an immense struggle against themselves because this light and satellite begins to reflect and the devil's angry that, what the heck are you doing? And then every opportunity will begin to whisper to you, don't like this person, don't have anything to do with this person. And then they begin to criticize and that's why then you begin to see your life reflects what shaitan is doing to you. They begin to criticize, oh why is the shaykh like that, why is it like that, why you have to go there, why you have to do this, or why… Uh, don't worry, your criticism will come back to you in your own life and somebody else will begin to criticize you and make judgments against you. And there's a term called, judge not for you shall be judged, means how you listen to the devil and begin to criticize these Divinely mirrors, Allah will make the whole world to do that to you. Judge not and you're going to be judged. And then all of a sudden those same people, they have a lot of difficulty with people criticizing them, accusing them and all sorts of difficulty coming to them. But you are doing that to the mirror, you're criticizing, why you have to sit this shay, why you have to do like this, why you have to go there, why, why you have to participate, why you have to listen to it in the house. That's very dangerous because you're listening to a very negative energy that will take you and destroy you until Allah shows you, look. And the whole world began to criticize. So it means then this, this path is very real, very powerful and that's, that's the immensity. Once they begin to make that connection, begin to receive those reflections, that's on. The devil is coming and, and trying to blur, break it, they have to keep it and that's why then the path is based on silence, keep silent. Don't let the utterance and foolish utterances of the mouth come out. And now instead of the mouth it's people typing unnecessary texting, unnecessary comments and utterances. Means that everything has to be locked and understand that shaitan is not happy with you making a connection. And the one whom can fight that and keep continuing then what happens? These lights begin to dress the heart, bless the heart, they melt. When person melts into a liquid state. Well of course they begin to see through their heart they have a strong connection, they practice their connection and in their heart's reflection they begin to witness that. And then when they sit to make their salawats they're seeing their shaykh, they feel the lights and the beatific lights that are coming to them. 
And every salawat is a beatific green light that begins to dress them. Then you have the levels of the heart in which you read the levels of the heart and now you want to be dressed by these lights. So you get to the station of the qal, it's a yellow light, you make your connection, read that section on the qal and it's yellow, making your connection and muraqabah and asking the shaykh, please dress me from the reality of the qal and that you're all encompassed by a yellow light. And this yellow light is a light of knowledge that begins to reflect to the heart of the servant. So that's why these books are out there, not for my entertainment, I, I was not in need of, of knowing what was written but for the student who wanted to reach and open their heart. The levels of the heart means the house of God, the Qalbul Mu'min Baytullah. So anybody who wants anything to do with God's house well then they would get a book called Levels of the Heart because these are all from Shaykh Dabastani, Shaykh Nazim, Sultanul Awliya and all the shaykhs, all their blessings. This is from their teachings, their haqqaiqs and emanating out into the reality of the levels of the heart which is the house of Allah and all that's contained within that house of the angels, the prophets, the books and all the, the realities of these colors and, and these emanations inshaAllah. I think the last one that we looked at was a tahiyyat. That was a good one. Muhammad had a question on tahiyyat, but that's like way over the heads. That's when we start to talk about letters and numbers and, and people will become confused. But it's also about the mirror that they're picking up on that understanding of La ilaha illallah is reflecting to Muhammadun Rasulullah And that's why in the salah when we're facing Prophet and that's why they call tashahud and atahiyyatillah wa salawatullah, it's all about Prophet Atahiyyatillah. So that, that may confuse people but that tashahud and the state of witnessing so that section of our salah is specific to a state of witnessing and all of that and its reference to lillah has to do with the divinity and the divine nature of Muhammadun Rasulullah's lights. When Allah reflects these lights they are the divine light, divine kingdom, heavenly kingdom. So that has to uh, immense realities. So alif, lam, lam, hay, that when the alif moves, lam, lam, hay is masiwa Allah, everything other than Allah So that has to do with the secret of the kingdom of the heavens, the kingdom of earth and the hidayat and the guidance of Sayyidina Muhammad So alhamdulillah those were, those were good. Anything else we got? Uh, as Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa rahmatullah Can you please elaborate on the difference of mirroring versus raising the frequency? I think they're, they're you know, to find the difference of it is that when, when we want to raise the frequency 
and the mirroring I think they're happening at the same time but these are different realities. That when we raise our frequency means I'm attuning myself. So the, the concept of attuning, so those who understand music they have a pitchfork for tuning and they have another. So imagine these tuning bars or these metal things with little U on top of them, they go ding and the one that didn't hit anything they go ding and when they bring it close enough this vibration of this one is playing on this one. So this pitchfork actually is vibrating onto the other one. And then the resonance of sound and the power of sound is that when a vibration is coming out and something is neutral and has neutralized itself, it's not vibrating, then that vibration can come close enough and begin to make that which is neutral to vibrate at its frequency, what we'll call attuning. So muraqabah is I'm going to attune myself to the frequency of my shaykh. That's why loyalty and so solidarity, I don't know what the word you would use, is that you attune to one. You can't keep changing your pitchfork, you can't keep changing your tune, you can't keep locking onto different things. So when you find that your heart is connected, why do you feel that the teaching is resonating? Means it's vibrating in my heart. There's people that just you know turn the heart off and there's others that when I listen to them it's resonating. That my, my, my heart's frequency is picking up that person's frequency. And if this is all about the heavens, the, the lower ones also when they're doing bad things the bad one also resonates with bad sounds, they, oh I love this band and they're sort of feeling the badness of what that person's intention was. But in resonance and attuning it's immensely important. So when you're meditating and asking to breathe and asking to make the connection, the shaykh's light is coming so that now he's reflecting and he's mirroring from his shaykhs and begins to send a light but that light contains a sound. That's why we describe his form, his light, his sound is all moving in this light. When the light begins to dress you, his vibration is dressing you. The more you bring his light, the more his vibration is coming, the more his vibration is coming. Then you begin to breathe and meditate, that I'm going to breathe. I begin to do my awrad, my zikr and all my, my spiritual practices. When I go into salah I'm asking, I'm nothing Ya Rabbi. I'm asking for my imam to be present, my shaykh and that I'm nothing and that he's praying and I'm negating myself in my prayer, I don't want to pray, nasyan mansya, I wish I was something that was non-existent. As much as I can do that, as much as his vibration is now dressing me and I feel that energy is coming and I'm resonating with that soul, that soul's light diffuses into the student and begins to resonate but that light is from his shaykh's light from Muhammadun Rasulullah and that's when we gave the talk that Allah describes feekum that Prophet is amongst everyone. One that light is everywhere because everything is Muhammadun Rasulullah but imagine those whom they made as shaykhs that they are 
the very special receptacles of Muhammadun Rasulullah and tangible. So they're not NFTs, non-tangible, they're very tangible because people need to see and hear. It's much more difficult to connect to something you haven't heard. What does Prophet sound like? What does Prophet look like? Now imagine people are even trying to do that with Allah. Well what does Allah sound like? What does Allah look like? So how are you going to connect like that? That's why Allah gave Atiullah, Atiya Rasul wa ulul amri minkum, obey God, obey the Messenger and obey those in authority. So when you find that authority that resonates with us, we connect. And when we connect they begin to reflect. So that's the mirror, they're continuously reflecting. That light and energy is the same. You're vibrating now with them, you resonate with them. And as a result they can cleanse because any part of you that's not resonating and you're strong in your muraqabah, they can go in with their light and begin to crush what's not resonating. That's the, the power of light. Right? So we gave a talk before that that's the weaponized light. So they can find the, a wall and they say, this wall is resonating on their sound, the science of sound at 5.3 megahertz for example. They can find the, the vibration of a wall, then they have a weapon in which to send the reverse of it of that 5.3 but a reverse wave. And it goes in and begins to shake the vibration until the entire structure would fall. But they're doing on physical. So imagine what Allah gave to spiritual. So when they make the muraqabah because that's shahidun, mubashirun wa nadirun, that light is from Muhammadun Rasulullah that begins to move into the servant and as a result begins to fix what's not right. If they do the muraqabah, if they don't do the muraqabah, how is it going to come to them? It doesn't just come like wahi because they're not that type of person. It comes by asking and wanting. So the servant makes a move towards that reality and Allah comes 99 steps and brings that light to reflect. So that becomes the reality of the mirror. That mirror and light is coming because you have to have a mirror. So what's coming on this satellite is light but this light is filled with frequency, filled with knowledges, filled with everything. And those frequencies come, shatter what's lower and make the student now to rise. And that's why when the zikrs and the chantings, they're all chanting at the vibration of the shaykh. And when their hearts are connected to the shaykh, they're all making beautific sounds on the same vibration. If someone now walks from outside and begins to try to drum and recite, they're way off the frequency. That's why they do, what the heck is that guy doing? You know, that doesn't sound right anymore because they're not on the frequency anymore and they're just beating around on something and then and reciting something but it's not on the frequency of the shaykh. Once they walk away from the shaykh they lose that frequency and that's the importance but when they're all harmonized and attuned to the shaykh then the, the frequency is a very beatific Muhammadan frequency that goes out. 
So that's the, the immensity of frequencies and, and the reality of a mirror that is continuously sending lights and energies back to our souls to be dressed, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Alaikum Salaam Sayyidi, what is meant by wanting to be dressed by the holy face that never perishes? Wanting to be dressed? Is that Allah described in Qur'an, everything perishes. Everything perishes but the holy face. And then what we realize is that the face is a representation of the throne of the Divine. Everything perishes but this Divinely throne that consists of seven attributes, seven essences of Allah And Allah gives that reality in our tahiyyat and tashahud, that that's an immense gift. That's why everywhere we look Allah is revealing how much love He has for the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad and for all His creation because He wants all His creation to reach this nation. We are not a nation that, that says, oh nobody can join us, we are, we are the elite, we are the chosen. We say, no, Allah gave for Prophet that you're a nation that must live and die in da'wah. There's nobody allowed to say, no I don't do da'wah, no this is this, this is the usul and this is the fiqh of Islam that no we have to, our life is da'wah, our life is, is to teach and spread the good word, not by force but by love and by good example. So our life is an example of da'wah, anyone who fasts in Ramadan is an immense da'wah. Kids go to school and the, the, the coaches are, oh you didn't eat, come I give you water and save your life, what are you talking about? The kids are saying, I don't want to drink. So it means it's an immense dower, people are astonished, how are these people doing this? So that, that has to do with the immensity of that reality, Allah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam why does this mirroring reality is so much harder to understand than the binary reality? The mirror is harder to understand than the binary? I, th I thought the mirror would be simpler. Watch a video on satellites. Then how does a, a signal come to us from other parts of the world? You know they don't send a signal like uh, from Japan and then all of a sudden the signal shoots over everywhere. But the signal actually is shot into a satellite system that now goes towards the heavens. And then from the heavens it's uh, rebounded back down to earth so that it's clear and sharp back down. So satellite is a mirroring system and that's why the zikr of Allah, dhikrullahi tasma'ina qulub, that the dhikr it purifies the heart. So the heart is a receptacle. When we are zikr, 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 you're, you're making like a glass purified and the, the, that's why in the, in the Farsi nasheed it was shishaya dalam means the glass of my chest because now we become like glass, we become like a mirror polished. As a result of polishing because you can't achieve the reality, you can't be Muhammadur Rasulullah 
there's nobody like unto Prophet but you can reflect it. So the purer and the cleaner the mirror, the more it reflects that reality. Then we begin to understand, oh so all the impurities is where the reality is not reflecting perfectly. So if the person talks too much well then their mirror is going to have a contamination. They can't reflect that reality to somebody because of their imperfection. So then our life is continuously do our zikr, do our awrath, do our, our practices so that we are tatmaini quloob that Allah is purifying, cleansing, cleansing, cleansing and then Allah begins to send the testing like a fire and as a result we become mirrors as soon as we sit in the muraqabah and we make the muraqabah. And that was the binary code, you can't polish a mirror if you're, if you're on and you're one. The actual polishing is when you're not because if you're on your person is standing there, your ego. So that's not what's going to be reflected to anyone is the ego of somebody. Zahiri when they talk, they talk from one, they don't talk from a mirror. The external shaykhs when they go and give uh, talks and, and, and sobats and, and khutbahs they take out all these notes and one after one they're going to tell you for like two hours and everybody will be asleep by you know the first ten minutes. Why? Because it's just coming, coming, coming from their head. That's not a reflection and that, that's from their one. So that's the same binary code is the same thing but if you practice to be nothing what happens? Now your mirror must be very polished. How did all that fire and testing and difficulty come to you and you became nothing? You came again like water, so all of them are the same reality. You're not square, square is very solid, is one, I'm square. But to, to be liquid and you've been melted by the, the tariqah, the practices and the shaykh, the connection with your muraqabah, what happens when you're melted? You become nukht, the nukht then is like a purified mirror that people then reflect their shaykh. They reflect the teachings of the shaykh, the character of the shaykh, everything. And as a result that light is moving on the earth and they reflect because all the shaykhs are Muhammadiyun. They're reflecting the light and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad upon this earth. And that's why they are the rose garden because the, the rose is called Gul Muhammadi, the Muhammadan flowers. So there are reflections of that as a result they're all beautific roses with beautific fragrances and that's what they're trying to achieve is that reflection of Muhammadun Rasulullah InshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Sayyidi, when our practices are inconsistent are we still connected with our shaykh? You were connected to the extent of, yeah, we're with the shaykh, we're in the associations but we become a people then who don't feel. If we, if we stop the practices we stop feeling and if we stop feeling then we become distant. So like a, a rope, when the rope is connected my practices are strong, I do my daily awrad, I do my connection, that rope becomes like an iron chain. That's why we call it a golden chain. How these shaykhs became the golden chain 
is because their connection to each other was golden. It wasn't copper, it wasn't iron, it wasn't steel but it was so perfected to the reality of Prophet especially Naqshbandiyyatul Aliyyah that it was such a beautific golden chain that when you reach to that shaykh is such a beautific tajalli was coming from that reality. So that's what we're aspiring to, to do with our lives is to make that connection, keep that connection. So it goes from paper, then it goes to rope, then it goes to steel, then it goes to copper and goes up so that it becomes something very precious and very pure. If we don't do the practices then there's like nothing there. I'm with the shaykh, I'm still in the association but I'm not feeling anything, I'm not feeling the energy, I'm, I'm not making the connection and that's… but you're not being kicked out but you're just not feeling anything. So you're like a beautiful lamp but you're not plugged into anything. That's why then we keep plugging in, keep making your practices and doesn't matter if you didn't do it, you start doing it right away. You make a commitment that as of tomorrow I'm not going to stop it. And then again I plug in, you feel the juice, you feel the energy coming and you keep yourself plugged in. Don't think, oh now I reached it and oh I don't need to do my aura today, I, have a, I feel so many great energies. No, it'll be cut off. So that's why then the person is consistent, they begin to feel, they begin to live by that energy. And the, this world has a way of fixing people anyways, that's why it's in such a difficult state that difficulty comes and everybody is motivated to make sure they're connected because this horrific things are attacking and, and horrific energies and feelings that they have everywhere. So this is the best motivation for people to feel connected, to keep their taweez on, to have taweez in their home, their cars, their businesses everywhere so that they feel the connection, they feel the protection and that to protect them from all these horrific difficulties inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam Does the light contain anything else besides knowledges? What else would you want? It has everything, it has energy, there's what doesn't it contain, right? Of what we know and what we don't know. So the light is everything. Allah described, I created this creation in truth, means that that truth is a light, that light is Hayyu and Qayyum and everything Bahr al-Muhit is the, the meme of Muhammadun of Rasulullah is an all-encompassing ocean. So what's not in it, that's what we have to sort of worry about that what could not be in it of anything graceful, beautiful and beatific, everything's in that light. That's why it's all-encompassing, self-sufficient, it's the light for our sustenance, it's the light for healing, it's the light for knowledges, it's, it's all the energy of the Divine Grace. So when that light comes, that person when they become connected they're healer because that light is a healing light. They may be sick but that light in them is a healing light because Allah gave to them a burden in which they have to carry. So it means that every reality, these are lights filled with knowledges and not even the knowledges that you're hearing. Whatever is being heard is only to the capacity of the audience. 
So if the shaykh goes into a, an association where the audience is at a much higher level then un, unimaginable rea realities begin to flow from that mirror. So it's all at the capacity of the audience. When the audience raises their capacity by studying and, and uh, listening and making notes and taking notes and making comments, that's showing Prophet that the students are very active. They're proactive not reactive, they're not always in calamities that have to be fixed but they're actually very proactive, they're very sort of the supportive, they're out there participating, they're trying their best to do everything. Well now the nazar of Prophet is on the whole of that organization and as a result the fires is coming, the lights are coming, difficulties are going. So yes it's a light that encompasses everything, what would be outside of that light inshaAllah, nothing. Alhamdulillah, Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzat Amma Yasifoon wa Salaamun al Mursaleen Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa Hurmati Muhammad al Mustafa wa bi Siri Surat al Fatiha. <laughs>